Hi, everyone. This roundtable episode was such a fun experience. I think you will be able to tell from the party atmosphere that we all had a blast talking together about the very serious episode, Journey in the Spring, Parts 1 and 2. I think when you get a bunch of people together to discuss such a serious topic, they can't help but go off the rails, so to speak. As the end of the year approaches, I can't help but look back at all the amazing people who have become a part of Walnut Grovecast. I think what makes this such a unique show is the ever-changing voices and opinions. I think the giveaways are fun too, and tonight I will be announcing the two winners of the autographed beetle bag and autographed photo from Charlotte Stewart. But there will be a Christmas giveaway as well, which many of you already know about. It's a copy of Michael Landon's single, Give Me a Little Kiss, which is autographed by the man himself, yes. It's a 45 record, which is autographed by Michael Landon sometime in the 1980s. It was anonymous donated to Wanna Grovecast, and I can't thank that person enough. Um, while I'm thanking people, a special thank you for participating, Kim Lair, Leah Mitchell, Annie Quinn, Susan King, and of course, Chris Hassler. One day, I hope we can all have a meal together and recreate this ride of a conversation. I also would like to make a special thank you, Suzanne Holland, Jeff Griffin, Sherry Benner, Megan Parker, Chris Cooley, Ginny Comer, Aaron Wortman, Angela Bowen, Don Roberts, Rebecca Harris, Dean Butler, Allison Arngrim, Charlotte Stewart, and our newest supporter, Chantelle Dubois Nishiyama. Thank all of you for your shared love of Little House in the Prairie, and I promise that 2020 will bring a lot of really surprising interviews and fun episodes. Back to the episode. This episode first aired 43 years ago today, or for Patreon supporters in three days, on November 15th, 1976. I hope you enjoyed the show. I'm wondering if um, I'll squeeze in another episode before Thanksgiving. I'm not sure. But for Patreon supporters, they will have another episode. Either way, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy the episode. And you are listening to Walnut Grovecast. I have on tonight five other people. You're listening. <laughs> it, it's like Thanksgiving, but um, but there's no turkey. Um, actually, when this episode is when this episode is released, uh, yeah, Tom the turkey. Um, when this episode is released, we will only be about a week and a half from Thanksgiving. Believe it or not, kind of like the episode itself, right? I mean, I yeah. think they were getting a turkey. 
for Thanksgiving? Um, let me. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to introduce everybody, then we'll talk about the episode, and uh, I guess jump into this. Um, I, Chris, Chris Hassler, how are you? I'm introducing the man first. <laughs> it's very rude of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you were the last person to speak, so. Um, so we have Chris Hassler returning. How are you, Chris? All right. Hello. We, we have, um, and this is in no order. This is just in the order that it was in Skype, actually. So uh, Leah Mitchell, how are you, Leah? Hi there, everybody. Uh, we have Susan King from Texas. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> um, Kim Lair from down Hi. south. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and Annie Quinn, also from Texas. Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. Best for last. <laughs> um, and um, I, I am Mark Giacoma. And this episode that we are going to be talking about, um, I'm, I'm just going to choose. Uh, Susan, do you want to talk about the, what episode are we doing? We are doing Journey into Spring. I've never understood that title. I don't get it. Into? So no, I it's Journey in the Spring. Uh, but it's not even spring. It's it's like almost Thanksgiving. I, I don't get the title. Yeah, I don't get it either. Because he's going through did. a catharsis and he gets to spring and goes back. Is that Maybe. it? That, I, hey, that's what Laura says at the very end. So, spoiler alert. Um, all right. So, this is probably one so of the greatest episodes. Clearly, Laura um, lives to the end of the episode. Thanks to uh, any kind of spoiler. I was, I was not sure at a certain point. I was not sure what was going to happen. Well, this episode is as lightweight as one of Carolyn's dripping wet quilts. <laughs> That's how light this episode is. And it's written by Michael Landon. So well, yeah. And directed. And directed. Well, can and I it, say, it's can long-winded I, can I as well. Thing? Yeah, sure. I, I, you may not know this. I am a guy. I am... <laughs> I am from I am from Brooklyn, so we keep our emotions on the inside. I have cried exactly once before this episode. That was during Million Dollar Baby when Clint Eastwood cried. <laughs> if Clint Eastwood cries, I cry. And in this episode, which is a two-parter, Charles, the epitome of manhood, oh. and Macho cries and cries. And cries, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was oh. crying and crying and crying. Oh, twist ending. That's interesting. Yeah, I think he was crying and crying and crying because it's a relational daddy episode, and Could in be. a lot of in a lot of interviews that I've read with Michael Land, and people always ask him, "How can you cry so easy? How can you cry so easy?" And he said, "All I have to do is think of my dad." Do 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 do. Did did he saying, have? Didn't he have daddy issues? Because his yes. movie, his movie that he made, uh, Sam Samson, Sam or whatever. Son. Yeah, I mean that was about daddy issues as well. So mm -hmm. I was kind of curious if anybody, uh, Susan, I thought mommy maybe. Issues? Yeah, yeah. that was mother issues. He had mommy issues and the loneliest runner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, it was all about mama hanging out those peed on sheets out the window. But those issues, he seems to have turned very profitable. So, yeah, hey, yes, yep. he has. Nope, it all, nope, you know, it's kind of like you know lemons and lemonade type of situation. Uh, I guess. Absolutely. Well, um, and so when did this air? When did this air? Um, what year? I'm looking here. I didn't write it. Seventy three. Is it seventy three? Yes. Yeah, no, season three. Season three. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, it's a season three, episode six. Yeah, it's 1976. So we're getting to the end of the 76 hoopla that was going on in this country. Um, and <laughs> it, it was a very big hoopla that year from what I read. So this is going to be a two-parter. I mean, this isn't going to be. We're going to be reviewing a show that is a two-parter that easily could be um, a one-parter. I don't. There's really no reason for this episode to be two parts. Yeah. Um, right. And I, I think maybe it's a very sad episode. I don't know why, but whenever I saw the show um, in reruns, I would never catch the first part. I would always see the second. <laughs> yeah, see, I was thinking lost. the same thing. When, yeah, I was thinking the same thing when I watched it. It's like, I don't remember any of this first part, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember but the I remember the whole entire bunny thing and the turkey thing, but right. <laughs> I don't remember part one at all. Like, maybe they didn't air that one as often. I don't know. Like, who died? Oh, I remember part one. <laughs> Should we should we do the recap that's at the top of part two? Just to, it sort of encapsulates at least what happens. You think so? I could do that. Oh. No, no. All right, I mean, we can talk about it like from the get, yeah. from the get go, because I think we should. I think we should play the clip where Pa, Pa, and Grandpa. I guess I'll have to call him Grandpa. Reads the letter from Charles to his dying wife. Wait. I thought I thought the I thought grandma I know I thought, I grandma, I thought grandma was Angela Lansbury for a second. I was like, uh, was <laughs> oh my like god! <laughs> yeah, she does look a little bit like her. Jan Sterling, um, is that who it was? It's Jan yeah. Sterling. I don't know what else she did really. I'm not really familiar with her work, so to speak. Um, but you know, yeah, she played Laura Colby Ingalls, LCI. Dancing Grandma. Yeah, she was in a lot of really, uh, really wild stuff. She was in the movie Caged. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> Ace in the Hole. And, you know, she was in a lot of stuff. Her her career goes back to, let's see, 1947. Hmm. She was very beautiful. Oh, yeah, I saw that on the IMDb. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. really pretty. Um, so what I'm going to do, uh, yeah, I'll play that clip, um, Chris. It's not playing. Oh, I know why. Sorry. <laughs> We're very professional here. Hey, what clip is this? <laughs> you said he's walking back? It's like, should be number Oh, it's th- the Q music cue. Um, when he's yeah, no, walking back one. home? It should be number three. It should be number three. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The when, he, when he's sitting there reading. Right, right. Now we get to see the their little house, which I think is kind of sweet, and we even hear about the his little house, his version of it. And you think he could have put a bedroom door in? He put a porch. Instead of having the curtains. I heard there was a porch. Hey, that father never put a door in. The one thing I really like about Grandpa, though, is he doesn't put up nice walls. I mean, he just doesn't care. The guy's like eighty-five years old. I don't want walls. I just want wood. And I respect that. Maybe that's why Charles still had plaster <laughs> showing. Twigs. Yeah, twigs. Dad. Yeah. Twigs so, um, and plaster. Here we go. He's bedside. And I, I do think this is a very sweet scene. I think when he's walking and there's the little flowers. And I, I think these um, are really nice shots. And we have no idea who they are. So immediately we think they are both going to be dead by the end of the episode. Right. <laughs> and we're 50% correct. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
up the dressed already. I wanted to get to the post early in case it was a letter. I'll fix your breakfast before you go. I've already been. For sakes. What time is it? Oh, never mind the time. Looky here. Is it? It's from your boy. It's from Charles. Well, read it for heaven's sakes. Hold on now while I get my spectacles. Yeah, yeah. Dear Ma and Pa, Sorry it's been so long since my last letter, but you know I never was much for writing. <laughs> Same old excuse. Shh, let me just... In other words, shut up, woman. <laughs> I don't like the way he talks to her. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. And the children are all well. She was child. I only started reading. Go on. Good Lord, how many she supposed to life. have? <laughs> Like he's only Is she like with child. Like, and honestly, <laughs> he's a he's a grown man. He's still calling his father Pa. Come on. What's he supposed he, to call him? Is Langsford? Is can Langsford? I ask? Pop pop. I don't does, know. He does some. Unu- <laughs> uh, what I'm wondering if everybody thinks is unusual. He calls his wife Ma, and I do that with my wife. Yeah, just, I find just, myself doing this. Is is does everybody else do that or it's called being yeah. lazy about life. And I think that what we do is we just kind of like Jeez, when I refer when I, do that. when I referred to my wife to my son, I refer to her as mom or mommy. Of course. So I'm just like, Yeah, you know what, I'll just go for it. It's a hundred percent. I don't want to start right. thinking about things. Sometimes I call my wife Ramiel. You know, it's like it just it just happens. Yeah, you just say <laughs> Like when when I'm mad about something, I go Rami, and it's like I'm not Rami. It's like all right, senior moment, <laughs> and then I get a cat scan. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> you way back. She having a baby? Not for the baby. It doesn't say so in the letter. What's the matter with those two? Not they get on to having a son to carry on the name of Ingalls. Um, it's like blah blah blah. Didn't that is have the a thing son. that's really troubling about that because he just died. The son just died that yeah. had the family name. So in my mind, I'm like, is she insensitive or is this some sign of like dementia? And we're seeing that she's like not all the way there still. Yeah. Or maybe I, they I don't have another son. No, just there's Charles. Peter. No, there's Peter. There's Peter. Peter had a. No, a they boy. had a son. Yeah, but uh, not Charles and Carolyn. Oh, okay. So that's my first annoying question. There's a scene later where Ma is tucking in Carrie, and she yeah. meant, you know, they're talking about heaven, and they mention your her brother. And I was like, when did that happen? They they had a brother. It was like one very special episode, and that's the only time that we ever get to see the baby, and he dies in you know infancy, which is true oh, to is- real life. The um, Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. And then Laura goes up and meets. God. Ernest Borgnine. Jonathan. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine. Yep. And somehow Hersha Paraday plays a role. So, um, as his and, sister. And, <laughs> and sister and lady, that later was from later episodes, right? Yes. She was, was um, Alice Garvey's wife. 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was. I, this this episode was throwing me because when Albert comes out as little Charles, I was like, "What? My mind is blown here." Yeah. That's... And Hersha Parody is actually his double sister-in-law because she's also Carolyn's sister, but she's married to Peter. <laughs> right. Right. And what kind of like whoa kind of sis no. life is going on where the two brothers marry the two sisters? I was like, yeah. Did they date the other sister first and say, Nah, yeah. I want to go with the other one? <laughs> I bet you he's relatively common at some point. Yeah, oh, yeah. Small okay. towns. Yeah. Small towns where there's only a couple of hundred people or maybe a hundred living there. It's the pickings are pretty slim. To make it even weirder and creepier, um <laughs> Charles's sister in law's yes, name is Eliza. So Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's even a little bit more weird. I mean it's just a first name, but still. All right, here we go. I'm sure they're doing their best, mother. Now can I continue? Have I asked you to stop in the first place? Oh my god. <laughs> Our crops look good this year, and barring drought or grasshoppers, we should have some good money bank come winter. The children are growing so fast, you can almost see it daily. Mary is close to being a woman, and the young men are already buzzing around her like bees to honey. Now this comment I hated. <laughs> it just creeped me out <laughs> beyond belief. Now, somebody who doesn't have a daughter and feels blessed for that, um, I need to turn this over to Chris, who has two beautiful little girls. <laughs> Do you feel this way? And are you completely petrified of your children growing up? I, I, I'm I, still like in de- denial. And uh, I, th- I used to think I had a long time to worry about that before mm-hmm. I had to start worrying about that. But they're already talking about boyfriends and. And this right. one is – and then my wife said, oh, I knew a girl who was given Uh-oh. things in, in, in sixth grade. And I was like, Ew. people were doing that in Gross. sixth grade? Get out of here. I was climbing trees. Right? Falling out of them. <laughs> you were missing out. And then one boy is <laughs> – I don't know. One boy is – Hanging around my my sixth grader like bees to honey, oh, and uh, I was like, "Stay away from him! <laughs> Stay away!" <Yeah. laughs> it's, a, it's like a hot pepper spray thing. Chris, whatever you do, tell, <laughs> Chris, whatever you do, tell your wife not to make your daughter lift up her shirt and show you her training oh. bra like like my mother did to me. I'm still scarred for life on that. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god. yeah. Don't do it. Tell her not to do it. That's something dad don't need to see. And Leah, do you go through these type of things with your kids? Like when, where you're seeing them grow up and. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're middle school and high school now, yeah. but they're both boys and we prayed for boys. So right, we were yeah, happy yeah. to get because of this situation. Cause you see the, the, the girls dress. Girls. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to deal with girls. So yeah. yeah. All right. Let's hear what else they have to say. Um, as they continue criticizing. Not really criticizing, I'm just kidding. That child's still a babe. Hope your son has sense enough to keep the boys away. Tell Ma not to worry. I'll see to it. Anyone comes courting will mind their manners, or I'll take a stick to them. What? Well, thank goodness my son has his wits about it. <laughs> First he's my son, then he's your son. Didn't work with our moms, though. Our oh, if all goes well with my crop, I'll be able to add on to the house. I talked it over with Carolyn, 
and she and I hoped you might think about moving west and live with us. There's good folk here and a fine church, and we miss you both. When I play the violin at night, we all think about dancing, Grandma. I got it closed. Please think on it. We all love you. Your son, Charles Philip Ingalls. Do we know where in Wisconsin they live? Pepin. Oh, was it Pepin? Pepin, yeah. Wisconsin. I'm just looking. I want to know how far that is from Walnut Grove. And and where is Walnut? That is another second of my annoying questions. <laughs> Walnut Grove is where? Minnesota. Minnesota. So how long is that train ride? Is that a is that an overnighter? Oh, it's actually 200 <laughs> miles. Oh, that's it. Okay, so he gets yeah. there in a day. I feel like I looked that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, it, yeah, it's about 200 miles. Um, it looks like it's a pretty straight thing. I bet you there were train tracks that were laid out very early for that. Like that was maybe a stop at Sleepy Eye or something like that. Springfield. Yep. Wow. So. Um, <laughs> Did anybody else think that Grandpa had the phoniest-looking mustache? No. Especially in that scene, because at the ends, it's it's like not sticking to his face. You know, it's 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 kind of like coming off. Uh, I just oh, you I said thought it was not. I thought you said snot. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it looked really fake. Yeah, I really? thought it looked really phony. Oh. I thought it was overly <laughs> trimmed, but I thought it was real. But, um, I've been fooled before. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to let this um, clip play out. Signs his old name, Charles Philip Ingalls, like a letter of introduction. Dancing Grandma. Yeah, it wasn't a soul could keep up with you in the big woods. Not a dance and a jig they couldn't. I want to hold it. Right now, it's morning. I just got dressed. No, just want to hold it. Should be a clip. You should have had popcorn popping in the background. Yeah, right. It's like here, just have some broth, old lady. So, unfortunately, as he's heating up the probably, I'm hoping a bone broth. Maybe that would sound pretty nice if it's. Um, (laughs) no, (laughs) it's probably, yeah, it was probably a nice, you know, um, nice bone broth. So Mm -hmm. while that's getting heated up, she (laughs) says something and dies, right? Yeah. Says pretty much. How long long till daylight? Yeah. Like what is that? that... Something like like that. Tuesday. Looks like the darkness is coming in upon her. She can't tell it's like bright light outside, and they already had this conversation. Oh, that's a good Build point. Build a window. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right. Put a picture window in or something. Be nice. Do we know what was, we know what was wrong with her? I thought, uh, like someone said earlier, that like she was losing her marbles, and Grandpa's not far behind, so... I think she had complications with something. Yeah, it, I don't think there was any... Of course, no doctor, no you know, not really. Yeah. Yeah. She probably would have died 10 years sooner if um, Doc Baker had lived in town. <laughs> right. <laughs> so here we are with probably the the weirdest scene of the entire two-parter, the turkey picking scene. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm so glad you're playing this because. <laughs> I don't know. Carrie needed some lines. Come on. She no, needs wait. a paycheck. 
Kim, I know you have chickens, right? Yeah. Does anyone else have livestock of any kind? Or... <laughs> I no. got a cat. Livestock at work. Oh, you do? Yes, we have uh, goats and chickens. Oh, okay. And so does Kim Lair. <laughs> so, yeah. what, do you have goats? No, not yet. Okay. Um, and But do you, what about turkeys? Do you guys ever deal with turkeys? I don't have uh, no. turkeys. My neighbor does. Um, mm-hmm. They're foraging animals. So if you can't have them free range all the time, it's like cruel to keep them. And I just with my yard situation with my dogs, I couldn't let them out all the time. So that's why we don't have turkeys. Turkeys seem a lot more fun than chickens. I don't know why. They just seem crazier. They're huge. <laughs> yeah, they're goofy looking. Yeah. Delicious. They can get mean, too. <laughs> I read somewhere that they were really stupid, like they would open their mouths in a rainstorm and drown. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously. I'm serious. I'm yeah. serious. I've read that in a couple of places. Yeah. Well, they're bird brains, that's for sure. I mean, chickens aren't, like, super smart either, but they're sweet. Well, my main question was this, is why are they all white? Is that just... I mean, that's just the breed. <clears throat> okay. I mean, they, I've never seen all white turkeys. They also look kind of scrawny. I was like, Carrie, pick one that's yeah. plumper. Feed. You got a family of uh, how many to feed? This is not a Purdue uh, farm, I guess. Well, when we feed Tom. didn't have the beautiful fan either. Yeah. Like, you know, what I used yeah. to make Native American reproductions of headdresses and stuff, right? And um, you can't use eagle feathers because it's illegal, right? So. Um, you would get turkey feathers, and they would always be partially, the bottoms would always be dark, and you would just kind of dye them to match an eagle feather. So it was just kind of strange. I, I didn't know if turkeys maybe were all white. I don't know if I've ever seen a live turkey in real life. I'm a city boy, I guess. I have. They've been, they're, they're, all the ones that I've seen are brown. Yeah. I like, was going like to say. Turkeys, like normal turkeys. Maybe it's CGI <laughs> or something. But here, no. so here's the most here's the weirdest in my opinion one of the strangest scenes of Little House on Prairie maybe the entire show ever because where did they go to do this? Where do you get what is this like? 150 lots. turkeys. It's lots. Yeah, right. just Random the turkey, turkey farm, farm. turkey raiser. Yeah, it's, this is his <laughs> money crop right now, especially with Thanksgiving coming up. So. But I was thinking that, but the coop even looks like it's really kind of. Period correct. And how they how they got the turkeys to go in the one direction? Trained. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> well, I'm of... more worried about how they got that one turkey to just lay down when everybody else was running. I did not <laughs> think that was a well turkey. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course, that's give the everybody one that picks. <laughs> Let me get the sick one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody anthrax. Oh, my God. Right. All right, here we go. Now, this is not Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. <laughs> this is an episode of Little House in the Prairie. She's here having a hard time making up her mind. That's a big decision, Brewster. Picking out the bird you're going to raise for Thanksgiving. It may be Thanksgiving before she picks one. I know what you mean. I think I'll hurry her up. I can't listen to that anymore. Holy moly. It's really like, wow. But Carrie is going to talk. All right. We always play, play yeah. character dialogue. She's going to yeah. make her money here. I understood every word, though. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say, too. This must have been one twin over the other twin. Yeah, I think one of so. Them, I think, yeah, the dialogue's yeah. better. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Got any idea yet? No. 
There's so many. Uh, there's a bunch of them. That's all look like to me. Not to me. <laughs> oh. Should I pick a girl teacher or a boy? Let's well, see. I think you ought to get a Tom. Which one's name is Tom? <laughs> it's not the turkey's name. It's just a just a word they use to let you know it's a boy turkey. What's the girl's turkey's name? Hens. Just hens, no name. Afraid not. <laughs> Is that a Tom turkey? Yeah. I'll take him. All right. Oh, good. He, he has a broken leg. He's half price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what they did to make that guy just sit down. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, <laughs> So, yeah. So she picks the turkey. Very nice. Um, I can't imagine... Maybe I can't imagine. She should know better. I think living on a farm. Yeah. That, By yeah. now. This isn't her first Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, they have chickens. It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. But maybe she's never picked, you know, she never she's picked slow. a chicken. Yes, the Carrie storyline here is, uh, throughout this episode, <laughs> is some of my favorite scenes. <laughs> <laughs> so Charles she takes the turkey for a walk. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. And the sisters come out and are like, Carrie, what are you doing? You this is also him for dinner, not him for dinner. This is also, <laughs> keep in mind, this is also a very rare moment. This is just Pa with Carrie. This doesn't happen very often. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so Ma is waiting for Charles to come home and she has the serious face where she's just going to yell if he doesn't stop making jokes. Um, <laughs> like, Shut up, I have something serious to talk about. Right? And when she says that, listen to him. He comes over and says, what's wrong? Yeah, right. <laughs> my daughter here. What is it? I'm going to pinch Carrie, you. Go in there. Carrie, go in there and build the pen and make it big enough for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right, here we go. Here's a song. Got a little surprise for you right here. Look at here. Look at that turkey. Carrie picked him out all by herself. His name is Tom. He's a fine turkey. You bet he is. Come on. Go to the barn and build a proper pen for him. Well, you wait and see how big he gets. Charles. I want to talk to you. Carrie, you go ahead and take the bird inside. Uh, You go on inside. I spoke to my attorney. (laughs) (laughs) Doc Baker. I'm taking the kid. I'm going to take the kids. You get <laughs> Can I help build you a pen, too? Why, you bet you can. Just go on in there. I'll be in in a second. <laughs> you go play near the well. <laughs> go find a bug. What's my... <laughs> a bug. A letter fun. came from your father today. Oh... So I didn't have to it's come already, huh? Just stubborn it. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> hey, recycle. It's the same exact one. You, you gotta recycle. The ingles are green. <laughs> Paper doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> As I am. Charles. I know you're disappointed. He still may change his mind. Your little ma works on him a little bit. She'll get. Mama. 
five is the is is the image you want to take. Oh yeah, I, I just freeze frame when, when he just lifts his head up and he's like <laughs> balling. That use that as <laughs> yeah, he's got the shaky quivering. <laughs> he's got the shaky. That, ex- that explains the entire <laughs> Pod, did you see Tom? Shut up! <laughs> Get in there! Considering how he felt about his real mother, he really had to pull some acting chops on that one. Mm. So Caroline, you know, keeping the family together, I think Caroline really kind of steps up, in, you know, as um, George. George, who else? George, as <laughs> Charles, George Glass. George Glass. Yeah, the Brady's are interfering in this one. Um, his name is George. Is George Glass? George Glass. Um, so, yeah. So Charles is clearly mourning, and it's very sad in the little house. But um, Carrie's okay. <laughs> so, right. can we play that scene? <laughs> well, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna have. Caroline um, tucks Carrie in. And gonna... uh, Carrie talks about her bestiality fantasies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? Listen closely. She wants to sleep. Yes. With Tom. A lot of interpretations that Chris sees that we don't. <laughs> yeah. And by we, I mean adults. <laughs> All of us. Right? I'm just kidding. Special. Yeah. Yes, Gary. Oh, cried. I know. Because his mom went away. That's right. The other twin. Wait. Yeah, it's mumble mouth, right? Yeah. Oh, so his mom went away. Maybe because she's laying down. Uh-huh. Maybe she has a. Maybe she's eating one of those licorice guns or something. <laughs> oh. She Brock, mix. It's good up in heaven. Jesus is there. Oh, yes. I did Paul cry. I want to see her mouth because I kind of memorized the way the other mouth looked because it was the missing teeth on the bottom and the way they were spaced out and growing in. I want to see some um, dental evidence that we have a different twin here. Screenshot. It's like when your brother died. Your pa and I cried. I cried too. I know. But we cried because we missed him. Because we wanted him to be with us. You understand? A little bit. I wish Tom could sleep with me. <laughs> there will be no turkey sleeping in your bed. Newsflash, Tom is actually a ghost. And he actually haunts the homestead. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't say, well, can, can I go out in the barn and sleep with you? Right. Yeah, all right. Poor Tom. Right. Right. I made the cage big enough for two. I made it so it wasn't so drafty, like my room. Mm-hmm. With the sticks. Oh, this is far nicer than your bedroom, Karen. Yeah. 
All right. So we have Charles is basically not being able to really handle the situation the way I, I think we see this more and more with the Charles character. He really just kind of turns to work, before, you know, to deal with things. Yeah. And, um, well, that's how we men do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I sit there, I eat all bowl of oatmeal or something. It's true. Watch I watch a I little house. I can't build a pen like Charles is doing here. I have no idea how to do it. This, is, this isn't so bad. <laughs> all right. I thought he, I thought he was going to have a, a breakdown and just like not be able to deal and just bash this thing in, in again so we'd have to oh. rebuild it. Hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be good. But no, this is crying scene number Charles, two. Charles, some more coffee? No, no, I'm almost finished. Let me get this all day, all night, coffee. I swear. <laughs> like they drink so much coffee, um, or or blankets. Actually, that's that's a, a little side note that maybe we can touch upon a little bit. Pen I care, so I just take care of that bird. in the first place because he was stubborn. Ain't nothing left in those woods. Lost everything living in a shack and he still wouldn't come with us. It was because of his pride. Look where his pride's got him now. He's just an old man he's living alone. mentioned this is the caroline i think um where i feel as though karen grassell has really embraced the character in all seriousness and she's really really elevated the caroline character and it just seems this is as good as the caroline character gets i think there's something about her in this particular episode that i think that um I don't know. I, I can't really put my finger on why I think it, it's such a strong particular role for her for this um, era of um, Little she's House. She's the rock, and she's going to yeah. give him the idea or tell him to go get Grandpa and bring him here. But it's even this type of ma, you know, like she's... Um, Taking care she, of everything. <laughs> she's really strong in these seasons, but she's not strong and overbearing like she is in other seasons. Yeah, and she's still kind of sweet with Carrie, like teasing about there's going to be no turkey sleeping in your bed. But I will have to say, I'm sorry, I have to point out, I believe it's Grassley, not Grassel. Grassel, Grassley, what's the difference? No, I'm kidding. Um, is it Grassley? I'm sorry, I didn't know that. I mean, everybody that I've that knows her that I've heard say it says Grassley, but there's no official definition. Like on Wikipedia, there's no pronunciation, and, but like people that say it say Grassley. And now I know why she turned down the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I um I did not know that, but I'm gonna make a little. I'm gonna put an accent mark over the e. <laughs> 
Yes. But Mark, you're right. You're right because it's interesting if you really watch Little House, even from the made-for-TV movie. I mean, Carolyn just does a complete, you know, 360. Not just <clears throat> hating Mr. Edwards and then liking him, but it was almost like you got to see Karen. I'm not going to slaughter her last name. Um, <laughs> just like you got to see, just like you got to see with Harriet, with Catherine McGregor just the evolution of that character. Doc Baker pretty much stayed the same. Charles stayed the same. Of course, the kids changed because they grew up, but Karen well, and... Willie didn't change. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, he grew up. Once he got married, yeah, once he got married and told Harriet to stick it, that was pretty awesome, but... Chris only lives yeah. in the first five seasons of Little House. I do, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a purist. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. I understand. And it's um, like all the family when Mike and Gloria moved out. Right, uh, right. Watch it. Like, so when right next when, door, uh, half pints is getting married. Um, I'm pretty much checking out. Yeah, except the Stivics moved right next door, which yeah. Um, then they moved to California. Oh, well, that the, was, well, yeah, then they were when divorced. They went to California. They got the oh, divorce. That Dude. was an excruciating episode. Little Joey. <laughs> Poor little Joey. Excruciating. No, you know what it was excruciating was the last um, season of All in the Family. When they did it on like Archie a black Archie stage, Bunker's place. Archie Bunker's place. No, yeah. no, no, no. no. Was oh. it Archie Bunker's place? Because it was the one where it was just on a black stage. It was like a Broadway show almost with no one there. What? No, I, I have to dig that. this up. This is yeah, something. And then they killed off Edith. It's just like, how could you? Oh. I hate. Oh, oh my God, I hate that. It's like, yes. man, just quit while before. Quit well, you know, all in the family had the rape episode as well. That very, yes, they did. Sad, very scary episode. Um, <laughs> the crossover. Birthday. That was, um, I think, George Jefferson raped her, right? Yep. No, different crossover, different. No. Different. No. Yeah, um, the Jeffersons came from that. Yeah. Lionel. Uh. Or his mod or some soap. I, I forget which one. But Ma- both of them. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. So or he got raped too. Oh, that's did right. I forgot about yeah, oh, by the construction right. workers. Yeah. No, wait, was that rape or was that sexual harassment? No, no it was rape. Oh god, are we, I'm gonna get attacked for that comment. All right. Um so <laughs> it's um at Walnut Grove. Let's get back to Walnut Grove. It's, <laughs> well, I do want to mention episode. This is not the Sylvia episode. I do I do yeah. um we do have Olivia Barish on the line though. No. <laughs> yeah, right. So I did mention before about the coffee, and um, Kim, I wanted to know if you could share this tidbit because I, my mind was blown. Has anyone ever noticed that when you're in the mercantile, there are cans of what I was calling coffee, I think? What was I calling them? No. Coffee? You were no, I call them blankets because they say blanket, right? You think it says blanket. Um, have any of you seen this? Like a blanket in a I can? Have not. <laughs> No. It's like bread in a can to me in my mind. I thought it was like bread in a can. So I was going to say chicken in a can. <laughs> could be. It's just nasty. But Kim was watching it, probably an HD copy of it. And what did you learn? <laughs> I learned that it's actually blanks in a can, which is a brand of coffee, not blankets, but blanks. So they have a whole shelf of blanks coffee. Fancy. Yes. That's why they're always drinking this coffee day in, day and <laughs> night. Always. All right. Here we go. We have now entered the 41-minute mark of Wonder Grove cast. 
And we are 13, 13 <laughs> minutes in. We are going to... Um, this is oof. a marathon. Yeah, let's... Um, Chris, what do you think? What should be the next clip here? You know these clips better than uh, I, I do. I just want to say, so they, you know, Charles travels to uh, Grandpa to go get him by train. And that train scene starts with a kid picking his nose. And I'm like... <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought we were actually going to see him pull something out. I thought, what? What was the point of that? Is is Charles just remember? I guess that's what leads him into the flashback to when he was a kid to when he was going to run away, which I see is a very long long clip. So we can't play it, but... um, We can play some of it, maybe. Little Charles he is... sees like a boy with his mom and he's like, oh, you don't know how lucky you are. But the way that he is looking at that boy when he is like knuckle deep in his nose, Charles is <laughs> loving it. <laughs> Just staring at him, cracking up. It is really weird. Well, I think that was also an example of a padding for this episode because, again, we're talking about two episodes here. Yeah. There's a lot to cover. Um, There's really not that much story going on. I mean, the mom dies and... Well, I'm not going to spoil much. So I'm going to play a little bit of Albert as Charles or Matthew Laberto as Charles. You come when I call you, boy. And is this the first time Matthew Laberto is on the show? Yes. It must be. Yeah, it, it must. is. But he yes. plays he Charles really another time. In the next season. Yeah, he yeah, plays I him remember, again. I remember. But he has different parents. Jeez. I like his hat, by the way. I don't know if that would have really been the kind of hat. Jaunty. I don't know if that would that be a hat you would have worn in like probably the 1850s. I don't know. Is it the same hat he wears in uh, probably a leftover from Bonanza? It looks like a uh, Newsies hat or something like extra extra. And is he is he wearing suspenders here? Because Charles never changed his outfit. <laughs> it's like outfit. he's just <laughs> just take it out. Just got bigger. It's it's like the Spider Man costume. It just doesn't change. Well, Rose with you. And his hair, you know, his hair is pretty much just like um, Matthew Labrador's. Jeez. You come and I call you, boy. Now. Also, we know this is a dream sequence. Why? Because there's soft focus, right? <laughs> yeah. Pan- pantyhose over the lens. Yeah, and in other other episodes they've done, they don't do this. They'll just kind of jump from time to time, and you're like, you're kind of sitting around thinking you're watching some, you know, avant-garde film. You're trying to decipher what's going on. But thankfully, they use soft focus. Believe it or not, they used to put Vaseline on the lens. Uh, not for this, but maybe back in like the 40s or 50s. And All right, can I ask another quick question before we go? Jeez. So we find out, I don't know if it's here or maybe it's it's. it's welcome to anyway. the, by the way, welcome to the Marathon VHS Rewind level <laughs> shows. Because, no, this is it. I mean, this is kind of. Make it a two-parter. I will. I'm gonna, I will. So we learned that Charles has a brother. Peter, mm-hmm. and at least one sister. I think it was two. It was yeah. Uh, do we ever see Holly. them again, or are no. they ever mentioned again? No. Nope. Is... Nope. Nope. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was. I Next was. Season they are in a flashback. It, 
in another dream, yeah, another flashback sequence, right? I heard they oh, moved to a big city and bought a house with walls. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering if we ever encountered them again in some way. Your mom says you're running away from home. Is that so? <laughs> wow. Is that so? Yes, sir. Speak up. You're old enough to be running off. You're old enough to be heard. Yes, sir. I'm running away. That's better. You should have come to me before you left. You got 10 cents coming in chore money. You'll be needing it to make a fresh start. Chore money. Chore money. Okay, couldn't figure out that word. 10 cents, that's kind of a lot. 18, like 50s. Yeah. Um, So, essentially, the dad gives him like the stereotypical... Reverse psychology. I'm going to run away with you, boy. And we get to see it... We get to see it get reversed yet again in the next episode. Yeah. Which I think is cute. So (laughs) (laughs) it was intentional, I think. So (laughs) um, it's like generation. I'm sorry. This entire episode is dripping with psycho. It's like next uh, tomorrow on Dr. Phil. I mean, this whole episode. It's just Michael Landon working out his childhood angst. That's why yeah. it's two episodes. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go to where Charles is sitting at the dinner table with, um, oh, with Alice Garvey. With Sarek. <laughs> with, uh, and his brother with the bad hair dye. Oh, Lord. I can only think. Who would Coming be off a of Star Trek. Who would have been good <laughs> um, to play um, him? Like, like, would have been funny for a future character like Percival, or you know, somebody. Who... <laughs> it should have been. It should have been. Or Percival's father. It, it Tim Conway. Tim Conway. It should have been Michael Landon in a dual role, like. Oh, you know, that, would... that would have been good. No, he should have been the ma. Like he should have been his mother in a wig. Or his right? father, because that's the generational. Well, all of them. Everyone. Yes. Oh my god, it'd be like Christmas with the clumps or whatever. You know, that right? would have been so classic and um I wonder if you know I wonder if they ever hey, played Mike, around with those ideas. Mike was so talented he got gall. He could have pulled it off. He could have. Absolutely. Well I, does he pull off his shirt in this episode? I'm trying to think. No, no not really. No broken ribs on this one. I wish. Unfortunately. He tried. They, it was a deleted scene, they couldn't fit it in. It was he was he was riding he was riding bunny when it fell. So, um, I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't extend. You, you wanted to talk about padding. They could have at least introduced the brother and his family more. Yeah, and the kids. Like I and the kids, uh, especially. I would have thought, oh, Uncle Uncle Charles is here, and we love him because everybody loves him. But no, like uh, yeah. this brother is like extremely <laughs> nice to see, nice to see you, Uncle Charles. Kids. Get but if you notice, I mean, if you notice, they don't have walls either. <laughs> so they do have a door, though. I was going to say do. that it is a nice door, and they do have some type of um, curio cabinet or something. All right, I'm well, going to play. The... I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. Why didn't Peter write to Charles and tell him, or Liza, Liza Ann? Why didn't she write to Carolyn and tell her that she died? They were literally. Question no, no about Eliza and I don't know, but with Peter, he's like, I think he's so resentful that Charles moved away and he doesn't have to deal with his dad and his dad's depression anymore yes. and stuff. And he's like, Why are you coming around to save the day? So I think he's like, Do you even care that they died? You moved away. Like, I think 
Peter has a lot of resentments there. Yeah, I could see them actually wanting, they should have built on that, actually. It should have been kind of like, you escaped, and I'm stuck here with Pa and Ma. Yeah. Yeah, after the scene, we don't don't see him again. So I was like, (laughs) oh, that's that's, uh, kind of short. He never says goodbye. Nope. Very sad. I'll come back before I, and say goodbye before I leave. Sight. Don't, yeah, don't bother. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm working on some fan fiction. So maybe, oh, no, God. I'm really not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. You finished with your supper, Amelia? Yes, sir. You may be excused. Can I wait until Bye. James is through? He's nope. through right now. They're both He's so All right. Who's, be- who's a better father? Charles or um, the other guy? Hey, both his kids could speak. Oh. <laughs> well, they seem yeah, nice I, otherwise. You have a point. I, controversial opinion. I thought Laura was a complete brat in this episode, and I thought that she needed to have her little rear end handed to her. So maybe Peter's like Iron Fist is the way to go. I don't know. I, w- yeah. I was going to talk about that later because I thought Half Pint acted in ways not normally associated with <laughs> not very angles. So, yeah, not yeah I was like, she's the one like guilting grandpa all the time. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Manipulative. Cow. Yeah, totally. All right, we'll Sassy. get to it. We'll get to it. All right. I'm going to finish this clip. Nice to see you again, Uncle Charles. I said good to your room, girl. You know, like I'm waiting for that. Jeez. <laughs> nice to see you again, Amelia. Close the door. Not the boy, though. <laughs> he's not allowed to say. Yeah. <laughs> I speak for both of us. And he's like, close the door. Close the door. Okay. And he's smiling kind of like they're cute or whatever. I'm like, that wasn't cute. That was like creepy. <laughs> he's going to beat them later. Yeah. Yeah. Fine supper, Liza. Thank you. There's a bit more. No, no, I've had my fill. Thank you. It's horse. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's pony. <laughs> expect we better talk about Pa now. I appreciate your not saying anything until the children were through. I don't like to talk about it in front of them. Go on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, you, uh, like, what are you supposed you to say to him for what? Four years? It's almost five. You thought he was bad when he lost the farm. Well, you see him now. Just don't do nothing but talk about failing and dying. Mostly dying. It's only been a month since Ma died. It takes a little time. I'm not so sure it's good for him to be alone so much. (sighs) What he wants. His choice. Maybe we shouldn't let him make that decision. Well, what in God's name you expect me to do? Peter. Oh. Who does he think he is coming back here and accusing me of of not treating Pa right? It's more than good for him living halfway across the world away from all Peter, this. Peter, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just trying to figure out what's best for Pa. It's 200 miles. <laughs> the kids can hear you. Exactly. <laughs> not whispering. Yeah, it's 200 miles. Like, get over yourself. Charles walked 100 miles, all right, for work. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's best for me and my family. 
gonna have him around here with his talking about failing, about being useless. He did that to Ma for years, up until the day she died. Fiddle player. And he's not gonna do it to me, but to my family. <laughs> How'd you him and his, for all of us? So him and his damn fiddle. <laughs> Well, I, uh, I think I better get on over and see Pa. I'll stop by, say goodbye on my way home. No, you won't. I think that in all seriousness, I, I know I'm making jokes, but that's a very sad situation when, you know, you're kind of just moving on. You're doing what's good for your family, what what is good for you, and it's all this resentment that is, um, I guess, unintentional gets thrown in your face. It's, you guys uh, haven't had meant- that? I mean, I thought every family had that. I oh, have yeah, that I th- yeah, I have with that. my brother well, of as course. well. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, Chris, you think you're better than everyone. <laughs> no, 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 just my brother. Just my brother. <laughs> no, but I, I think that everybody has that in their families. You're right. Um, whether it be with success or moving or or um, hair. <laughs> so... <laughs> What it makes me think of is the real Charles Ingalls because the real Charles Ingalls had what was referred to in some of the research I've done as wanderlust. He was always moving that family Mm -hmm. until Carolyn finally put her foot down and said, these girls need to be at school. So he was very, oh, I feel like going here. Come on, everybody, let's pack up and go. Hey, I, I think I should go there. And I'm sure it was opportunities for the family, for him to get work or whatever, but he really liked to travel around and didn't finally settle down until their, you know, their last house hmm. that's still standing. Mm-hmm. So he was a wanderer. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I think that when there is this kind of death, when, you know, such um, a f- somebody who holds the family together like their mother, you know, everything kind of starts crumbling. And, yeah. um and you're right. There is resentment, I think, towards Charles so much so that um, he's basically getting Pa to move in with him. You know, it's really crazy. Um, not crazy. I mean, it, it's a good thing, I think. But um, so what we're going to do is what is next? Um, we're going to visit so, Pa. Yeah, right. And when Pa goes, uh, when okay, we got too many Pa's. So when Charles goes <laughs> to see Grandpa, Papa. um, as you know, he first walks in and Grandpa sees Albert Charles. Yeah. For an extended like minute or two, and I'm like, oh, so Grandpa is going crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I didn't understand what was supposed to be happening there until Charles speaks again, and it's Michael Charles. <laughs> Charles see him having his breakdown? No, no. It's like he doesn't even notice like he's been talking to Albert Charles for the last minute. (laughs) So I'm like, what is going on there? But he's, you know, it's as though he sees him as a child. Yeah, but he is talking to him and he's like, you're not supposed to help out on the farm, boy. And if you're regular Charles, you're like, I I said hi, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I'm over here. Why are you looking down? I think I saw a senior's home on the way here. <laughs> the first one. Visiting angels. Yes. <laughs> Who's chopping all that wood, by the way? A whole cord exactly. of wood out there. Peter. Yeah. It's only one rocking chair. I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here. <laughs> 
पापा Charles, is that you, boy? Yes, sir. Where in heaven's name have you been, boy? Your ma's had supper on the table for an hour. I came home as April? soon as I could. But that's no answer. Where were you? Speak up. I was doing some plowing for Mr. Holbrook. I'll not have it. We need the money. The loans come due. As long as you live in my house and under my roof, you'll do as I say. And I say that you will not work for Holbrook or for anyone else. I'll take care of this family. You and your ma think that I can't do it. Well, I'll show you. Had a bad run of luck, that's all. But that'll change. It's bound to change. When it does, oh, we'll be living in a fine house, and your ma'll be dancing in store-bought shoes. You hear me, boy? What the? <laughs> right? Papa. I came as soon as I could. So there's a fire, and <laughs> we have to fast forward a little bit. It's really? a very, I think that that is a very sad scene, personally. And um, right now, Pa versus Pa, and Grandpa slaps Pa. Yeah, it, the whole thing is pretty heartbreaking. I think that the saddest scene in both of these two parts is when he's riding away from the grave. And wait, keeps... wait, wait, can we skip like yeah. a huge, huge part? I'm sorry. Okay, so they get into a fight, and then Charles is talking to his mom's grave, and then all of a sudden he's like, do you smell smoke? And basically looks up. <laughs> the whole house is on fire. He runs in to try and, like, save his dad, and his dad's just, like, chilling there. Like, he totally did it on purpose. He's trying to commit suicide, and Charles yeah. is pulling him and trying to drag him out. Now, if I could just keep in mind, Michael Landon, speaking of, like, art imitating life, actually had to physically prevent his mother from committing suicide before. So this is twice. like a very real moment. Yeah, twice. 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 Yeah. What? I was gonna, thank really? you. I was going to say the exact same thing. That's why this episode Neither. is so long and a double episode because it's almost like Mike is trying to work out his psychological angst. Yeah. yeah. He had to save his mother twice. Yeah. Twice from committing suicide. I like also... physically dragging her back from the ocean kind of thing. Yep. 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 And he does deify the mother in this episode. Like the mother is like in the next scene where he flashes back to playing the violin in the boat and Ma's just mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It seems to be the center of his world there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's still left, you know, like, so it's kind of weird. Like we really don't have the whole story as to uh, why he would decide to not raise his family. In this area, aside from oh. the fact that the the farms seem to suck there, I mean, his father lost his farm, and 
he said before when he had the letter talking about his prideful old man father that there was just nothing left in the big woods and that actually is true to the books where it was over forested there was no meat to be hunted you know there was nothing because it was just people got a hold of it and just there was no resources left so that's why he ultimately left in real life but they do reference that in this episode too so he moves to the lush dead grass of Warner <laughs> Grove. <laughs> I didn't say it was a great plan. The tumble, the tumbleweeds. Yeah, yeah with yeah. a muddy creek. Right. <laughs> and the doctor, man-made creek. And a doctor who I, I have an inkling that he might be Jack the Ripper. <laughs> killed another one. I thought you'd killed another one. Yeah. It's like, have you ever been to Chicago, Doc? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about the same period of time. All right, so what do we have? Um... Chris, can you help me with the next um, thing? But let's just kind of make, we need to make a jump at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to. Um, you're good at it. Okay. Good I at, mean, we, we sort of, like I say, we, uh, without playing the scenes through, we heard about uh, <laughs> Grandpa trying to kill himself. We have the flashback with Mama, with Albert Charles playing the violin very poorly. You know, <laughs> just, just fake doing it. You know, he's yeah. just clearly. <laughs> That was funny. But uh, again, it was just how he sort of looked up to his mother and his mother was full of all of these pearls of wisdom in the boat. And she explains kind of like uh, who was I forget who it was who said it earlier about how Peter is going to settle and Charles is going to go somewhere because he has to. He just that's his nature. It's like. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go right to Carrie walking the turkey. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that leaves Carrie walking the turkey. <laughs> yeah. Throws up to be poor a serial killer or something. Yeah, by, poor by turkey. Point, by this point, though, Grandpa and Charles are on the way back. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But they don't know that because phones don't exist here yet. Not yet. But they're, but they're ready yeah. any minute now. <laughs> and look at that gray grass. <laughs> Dead grass. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Come on, Tom. Come on. Oh, my God. Come on. We got to go for a walk. Come on, Tom. Come on. His PCA would be all over this now. Yeah, I, I think mean, animals were harmed in the making of this. Episode. Yeah, I mean, she has a rope around the neck of a turkey. Right? Thank I thought she you. was... I thought she was going to kill it and they would have to eat it now. So they have nothing for Thanksgiving. I, they, yeah, they went, I think it would yeah, have they, made a funny joke if she said, if they were like, Carrie, what are you doing? You're going to hurt the turkey. It's like, this is the way we pulled my tooth. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> that might've been funny, dark, but funny. Yeah. Like just slam the tie it to the doorknob and slam the door. <laughs> This is twin number one again. Is <laughs> the good teeth. Harry, turkeys don't go for walks. And why do they have legs? So people can really eat drumsticks. Really right there? Uh, it's like Sally Van Pelt. Why do they have legs? It sounds like Willie. Willie sounds like this sometimes. Don't you think? Like when she just sounds, when she just said that, she sounds like Willie. Like, well, how come they have legs? <laughs> 
taking Tom for a walk. Carrie, turkeys don't go for walks. Then why do they have legs? So people can eat drumsticks. You can't eat Tom's legs. He's my own turkey. Pa says so. Well, why do you think Pa gave him to you to raise? So he could eat supper with us on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Carrie, it's so sweet. Laura, you can take Tom for his walk, Carrie. All right. Come on, Tom. Let's go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoever's pulling that thing, I mean, it's her. He's pulling that thing pretty tight. You know, where we where we do, um, with the Boy Scouts, we do, like, a conservation project, and it's just, like, this big mansion, and they have, like, animal, you know, turkeys walking around and wild turkeys, and sometimes we bring little kids with us, and they'll start chasing a turkey, and it's, like... I just feel so bad, like, for this one, because I feel bad just with these ones yeah. getting chased, you know? And yeah. this one has a rope around its neck. Why do they always make the littlest kids on these TV series so stupid? I remember Susan Olsen. <laughs> Susan Olsen used to complain about that all the time. Classic Brady Bunch episode, season one, when they're all sick, and Cindy's like, why do I always get peanut butter and jelly? And Mom says, because you love them. And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It's just like, really? Oh, my gosh. They yeah. just always make them so dumb. I think they were all home dying from the measles or something. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> this, this, it ties into my theory that Carrie is, is, and you know, she's got something going on. She's special, you know. Let's put yeah, that she's way. on she's the special. Yeah, she's um, she's on the spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> got her in, on diuretics, man. She's always in the outhouse. God bless that little girl. <laughs> always. <laughs> um. All right. So we have Pongles and his first night at the Ingles house, right? Um. And the Saudi. Yeah. yeah. I think when I was little, I used to think that was the I their ice house, and I'm like, the Ingles yeah, so don't I have that kind to, of luck. Yeah. Here's another annoying question. So what is that sod house that they called it? So it seems like they're storing, like I saw apples in there. So is that like a root cellar? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. All right. Is that all it is? Okay. I I didn't know. Some people. I know. I need a a Saudi right now. My mother's living with me. Somebody come build me a Saudi. (laughs) But you know, the Saudi probably smells a lot like mushrooms, right? I would imagine it's cold and damp. Yeah, they definitely didn't have a fire going, but I totally agree. Albert should have moved in there. I would not have this little street tramp (laughs) with my young daughter, but that's for a different episode. At least for the first six months. uh, Especially since he was crushing on Laura when they first met and was winking at her and everything. Oh, my God. That was just his his street moves, you know. I know. (laughs) All right, here we go. Carolyn did the best job she could with this place on short notice. He walks in, it's pitch dark, right? And he's like, oh, it's so much brighter than my other house. Sweet home. I have that new room of yours fixed up for you, know. Oh, I could sleep on a bed of nails tonight. You must be tired. Probably shouldn't have those folks over tonight. Oh, nonsense. I had a fine time. That uh, Edwards and his family, they're nice folks. Got a lot of nice folks around here. You're going to like it. Well... I'll let you get some rest. So the Saudi, it's called a Saudi. Um, the Saud house. So it's all it's made out of sod. It's made of Rich. stones. What? Yeah. And it's, it, why not build the whole house like that? And that's nice. Right. That should be pretty sturdy. I would yeah. think in, in storms, no windows, but 
better than twigs. Yes. Well, when they were living on Plum Creek, they did. They just basically yeah. moved into a house that was dug into the side of the hill and the mm. walls were dirt. Yeah, mm. exactly. I'm, I'm guessing that the stones and stuff like that is mainly for just the cooling reasons. I got to be honest. I would, with all the pickles I'm making and everything, I would love a place like this just to throw <laughs> all my stuff. I don't have to smell it. <laughs> yeah. Just leave it for a few weeks and then come back. Be an Eagle Scout project. There yeah. you go. Dig me out of Saudi, boys. <laughs> I'll be over here cracking open a beer. <laughs> oh, hey, Charles. Yeah. Um, don't get started on that room just yet. Not just yet. Why not? It's going to be home now. That's hard to explain. I feel kind of strange living in the house with you. Just yet. I don't understand. Oh, I think you do. Charles is slow too. You didn't say more than two words to each other all the way back from Wisconsin. That's different now, Pa. You're here. I mean, tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, it's different. There were lots of people and there was music. But on the train, coming back with you, I realized we don't know each other. Didn't you I get my letters? <laughs> but but I'm Charles Eagles. So everybody likes me. <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows me. When I moved to this town, I broke my ribs and they all came around to help me. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I expect you to like me. I expect you to give me credit when you don't even know me. Yeah. I'm just saying. Charles is a very <laughs> entitled um attitude here. That's this totally is where great. I was getting the vibe that Grandpa already had plans <laughs> to tie up the daughters and hang himself. <laughs> right? I haven't quite gotten over my I haven't quite gotten over my set the house on fire thing yet. Right? So I don't Seriously, with he's gonna do something <laughs> really crazy because it's a Michael Landed written and directed episode, and yes. it's gotta end outrageously. <laughs> Right. And if you don't know this is a two-parter, you're looking at it like, there's only two minutes left. He's going to shoot him. (laughs) (laughs) And then the credits roll. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Then Paul committed suicide. (laughs) Right. You just just hear like, (laughs) then they look at each other and they just kind of end. Yeah, he really shoots himself when we think he's shooting. Uh, I don't want to blow it. <laughs> Yay! So, um, they should have the turkeys singing the song. They, they should have Laura running down the hill with the turkey. Oh, God. <laughs> we never do get to see them sit down to Thanksgiving, though. Am I remembering correctly? We yeah. never see a Thanksgiving scene. No, we Whoa. don't see a Thanksgiving nope. scene. We didn't make it to Thanksgiving. No, they skip right past to to spring to his journey in the spring. Oh yeah, that's right. Hence the title. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. So, so uh, Mark, I think right here would be a good time. Let's do the recap scene. Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's, let's do the because I can't remember what we all just talked about. <laughs> all right, hold on. I have to just kind of go past this. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm gonna play it. It's only a minute long. Last week on Little House of the Prairie. <laughs> <laughs> Last week. Little House. Bad sakes. What time is it? Oh, never mind the time. He likes saying it. Oh. Oh. 
Lamb's eggs. He picks up the envelope. We won the lottery. Charles will be rich for a week. Uh, He inherited all this. Charles will be rich for a week and then back to being broke again. (laughs) In the inheritance. Um, Right. It's from your boy. It's from Charles. I thought it came from your father today. Oh. So I didn't have to come already, huh? He's as stubborn as I am. Charles. I know you disagree. His mom died. When her mom died, he didn't. He just let her find the coffin. <laughs> right. In the back of the wagon. Well, the mom works on him a little bit. Sugar. What the? She could have braced him for that. He could have said there's bad news. Right. But no. Yeah, she could have done I'm going to break job. your spirit right now, and I just want to sit here and watch. <laughs> Right. Need a tissue? <laughs> I'll go inside and get one. <laughs> Leave you alone standing here. We'll be just fine while you're gone. I'm worried about that turkey. <laughs> well, aren't you going to bring that stubborn old prideful father of yours out here? Who does he think he is coming back here and accusing me of of not treating Pa right? It's more than good for him we're halfway across the world away from all this. Peter, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just trying to figure out what's best for Pa. And I'm trying to figure out what's best for me and my family. You have luxuries I can't even imagine. I heard you have a a turkey named Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Tom! If you listen, he's yelling Tom. Listen when he goes into the fire. Across the world away from all Peter, this. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just trying to figure out what's best for Pa. And I'm trying to figure out what's best for me and my family. Ah! Oh, sorry. the star of the opening scene? Tom. (laughs) If you only knew. Why why is she such a jerk about it? (laughs) It's like, wow. See, Karma's going to come bite her in the butt. I can't wait to break your wishbone. (laughs) <laughs> but first let me kill my horse and, oh my god well, that that's going to be what's daddy's going to make us a turkey bladder you remember in the little house in the big woods exactly. book they blew up oh, that yeah, that's bladder right. so they could play Ooh, yeah they were nasty. kicking it around sounds like fun Ooh. here we go we're going to talk about Carrie's turkey a bit okay. Tom <laughs> I forgot to tell your ma. I got to go to the mill early this morning. On Saturday? Yeah, I missed a lot of days, darling. I got to make them up. Oh. Well, I'll go see if Grandpa's ready to go see the widow Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> we got a problem, Pa. Yeah, what is it? Carrie's turkey. Looks all right to me. Now, this is the way a farmer would really genuinely react to this, right? 
But this yeah. is not the way Charles Ingalls normally would react to this. What do you mean? He would probably say, you know, he'd he sit there and it. cry about it, you know? <laughs> oh, no. He'd sit uh, down with Carrie and cry. Yeah. Right, exactly. And say, well, we're just going to have to do it. In keeping Dumpling. with the rest of the family, Charles is like, how stupid is Carrie? I can't deal with this right now. I gotta go. <laughs> right. <laughs> going to look a lot better in a couple of weeks on the dinner table. Wop, wop, wop. <laughs> Lizzie, you make so many comments like that. It's so funny. It's like, oh, I, I can That's taste cold. it now. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Give me oh the my. salt, Carolyn. Wait, and I have to ask you, um, Kim, do you slaughter chickens or are you just doing eggs, right? No, no, no. I just do eggs. I'm not right. a vegetarian. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes things a little bit. What about you, Annie? Are you slaughtering? Uh, no, we're not <laughs> slaughtering them in front of the children. You're choking the. The Choking them out. episode of Walnut Grove Cast talking about slaughtering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or koshering if you really want an eye opening situation. Eek. Alrighty. Don't do that. Well, that's the problem. Carrie doesn't know he's going to be on the table. She thinks he's going to be at the table. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to explain how she got mixed up, but she thinks that, that turkey's her pet. She doesn't know we're going to eat it. Silliest thing I ever heard. That's <laughs> the silliest sure thing. Is. It's the silliest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we agree with you, Charles. You're being totally insensitive to your little daughter. That's just dumb. God, Carrie, really? Is she in school yet? <laughs> is she? No. Actually, is... no. She's no, in the... no, she's only like four. It's like, almost like, what does Ma teach her all day? Like, jeez. <laughs> Maybe, but she loves that turkey. It would break her heart if anything happened to it. Uh, something's going to happen to it in two weeks. <laughs> I wish there was something we could do. Afraid there isn't. I'll talk to her when I get back. Hey, Ma, I won't be late. Yes, sir. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. But yeah, they, See ya. Don't, they don't get it. They, um, the backbone of this entire family right now is Tom. Is Tom the turkey? <laughs> It's, only, <laughs> it's the only stable thing. It's the only thing they can really look forward to. Well, for now. Holding them together. Yeah. Um, messy, messy, messy. So the, the relationship between Laura and Grandpa starts to flourish. Yeah. As uh, Warner Grovecast enters its one hour, 20 minute mark. All right. <laughs> we, we can do this. We can do this. We can do but Man. Well, we're, we're breaking say, records. Stop and think about it. Before uh, Grandpa tries to commit suicide, Carolyn's dad died, and then Mr. Holbrook steps in, like in record time, and hooks up with it. I mean, how much more Jerry Springer can this get? Wow. <laughs> well, it can get pre- it can get pretty good. It can get pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Are you awake? Yes, child. And I do love the relationship between the grandfather and Laura. Not really Mary. I don't. Does she even? Does he even interact she with Mary? Factor in this episode. No, he's barely no. here. I get a whole sixth sixth sense vibe, in the sense where only Laura can see Grandpa <laughs> and Charles. <laughs> Nobody else really interacts with him. But but <laughs> Half Pint is just using him. Those apples, oh yeah, this whole episode. I tell you, those apples and pears know. look pretty good. <laughs> Those are some pretty good looking. And this, I think those are sweet potatoes or yams over there. It must smell nice in there. Those are some farmer yams. Yeah, it's it smells <laughs> right kind of, you know, like a root cellar, you know. 
Yeah, musty. That's the word. Musty. Musty. And a lot of bugs in the dirt. With, oh, yeah. a, with a spritz of lemon verbena. <laughs> to, to spruce it up. Oh, jeez. Morning, Jack. Good sleep? Fine. Just fine. Mama. You can't just walk in like that either, you know? Really what if he was naked? Grown man, yeah. Jeez. You could be sipping re- on the whiskey. Re- rename that perfume Dirty Beetle. Dirt, <laughs> Dirt. and lemon verbena. <laughs> Dirty Beetle. I'm going to tell you that breakfast's ready. Oh, all right. I sure hope you're hungry, because pie didn't eat, and there's lots. Oh, I'll do my best. I'll eat it all. Can I ask you a question, Grandpa? Sure. Nope. I don't know that I can answer it. Well, are pies always supposed to be right? Well, most of the time they are. Mm-hmm. But not all the time. No, I'm afraid not. The reason I asked is, we got a problem. Uh-huh. Well, actually, it's Carrie's problem. But it's kind of everybody's problem because Carrie's a member of the family. Well, I told Paul about it, and I'm afraid he just doesn't understand how serious it is. I know this sounds bad, but I don't think he's going to do the right thing about it. Well, your Paul's a pretty smart man. Oh, I know that. But you just said that Paul's aren't right all the time, didn't you? Yeah, but right or wrong, a buddy's got to do what their Paul says. I suppose. Wait a minute. That's it. What child? Well, you just said that a body's got to do whatever his pa says. Uh Uh-huh. Well, if I told you the problem, maybe you could think of a better idea. One that's more right than pa's. Oh, hold on now. Your pa's already made a decision. Oh, I know that. But your pa's pa. He has to do what you tell him to. Besides, if pa's are smart... Then pause, pause, they're even smarter. Oh my god, my head's spinning. But Lansford. <laughs> it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse now with Grandpa making his logic to carry. No, I do want to mention. <laughs> this is where I right. thought Grandpa was crazy. <laughs> Grandpa, yeah. though, I just want to. This is a little bit of a fun fact is Arthur Hill, who plays Lansford Ingalls, mm-hmm. is actually only um, 14 years older than Michael Landon in real life. Scandal. Yeah. Hey. Well, those kids started young back then. So. Yeah. <laughs> it fits. It fits. Yeah, it's kind of. You know, I guess they did really, actually, right? They he, did. I mean, artificial, but yeah. I wonder. Mary was only a year and a half away from getting married. True. Uh, there you go. She's spoken about in that letter. Exactly. Well, now I. Uh... Laura. There you are. Morning, Grandpa. Morning. Breakfast getting cold. Here we come. Good. About time. If you listen really close, it says about time. When are you going to get out of my life, old man? That's. I think I heard her. I could have sworn I heard her say that, but um, I could be wrong. Can I tell you the problem after breakfast, please? All right. So, yeah, they, they have a really great relationship, I think. And um, actually, Mary does interact a little bit with him. In this part two um, of this of the turkey farm, and now that I look, there's only maybe forty to fifty turkeys. I don't and Tom know. is humongous compared to the other ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really fattened them up there. <laughs> is my car alarm going off? I'm gonna miss him. I know, but it's just not the same thing. I mean. You wouldn't want to be taken away from your folks and your 
and your sisters and made to live with turkeys, would you? No. Well, turkeys feel the same way. They don't want to be taken away from their families and made to live with people. I suppose you're right. Oh, I know I am. Now you say goodbye and, and then leave me, huh? I'm gonna miss you, Tom. As Tom flinches whenever she looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> Now, all right, what do you guys think of this type of parenting? I don't get the Poppy mad? Yeah. They had to pay good money for that turkey. I hope he got the money back. Well, what I'm hoping. going totally over Pa's head and being like, oh, well, this is my plan. So who cares what your dad thinks and is going to do? Because he's going to talk to Carrie and they're going to eat the turkey. But (laughs) Grandpa, like, is like, no, that's not happening. Well, I, I think there's more of a conspiracy here, and I'll explain in a little bit when something else happens. But I think Vegas. I'm hoping I'm with, I'm with you on that one too, Mark. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering if, um, if he said to the old to the farmer, like, "Hey, I'm giving you this turkey, but I'm really not giving you this turkey," you know? <laughs> no, I, you know, break its leg saying, "Oh, which one it is," and um. <laughs> <laughs> something something terrible like that yeah but um put put some ink quill or so, you know put some ink on them or something like that but um well, just think they do come in to a very large amount of meat with nothing to do with it in a little bit i'm just saying conveniently so yeah that yeah. might be an option for thanksgiving yeah laura go faster Right. <laughs> yes no, no 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 that way <laughs> so i gotta ask a question did bunny make episode uh appearances in prior episodes and yeah. this yes oh yeah there's okay. an episode called bunny, bunny. bunny oh, oh is there bunny okay. and the rice nelly owned bunny at one point yeah and the christmas nelly, that's episode. how nelly broke her legs no? yep um, then she got sparks but, you know, there was also that one line in this episode that wasn't there before. Before what? Before Grandpa showed up. Hey. <laughs> the plot thickens. Let's just say I've had a few discussions with some people and I'm right. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were going to say I've had a few drinks. <laughs> oh, no. No, I wish. I could use one. Um, so here's the rest of what, what, what are we up to? What clip, Chris? Uh, well, you know, there's not much, you know, the, the Ingalls men are smoking their pipes and then grandpa wants a porch. Yeah, he kind of goofs on them. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and, uh, half pint and grandpa, I guess are working to build the porch together mm-hmm. and half pint puts, the flower pots on them to make it look pretty, but those flowers look kind of dead to me. <laughs> and then the horse accident happens. And that was like wow. the most horrifying thing I've seen. on. Really? I mean, that I, I I, that made me hurt. It made, oh. I was like, holy cow. Now I remember this fully. I just don't remember this as being um, a two part episode, but I do remember all of these things happening. I just don't remember Charles's mom dying and stuff. You know, I, uh, I don't know if you want to play the scene because we have to 
I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Grandpa. I'm gonna play Grandpa and her, and uh, when the horse kind of um, gets entangled in the uh, barbed wire. Okay. I mean, this is the kind of music that leads up to tragedy on Little House in the Prairie, don't you think? Oh, every time. Oh, my God. Like, you're expecting it. And again, that horse (laughs) fell very hard. I I feel very bad for some of these. That Um, had to have been like rubber, um, whatever. Chris, you and I reviewed the episode with the nitroglycerin, right? No, that was you No, Susan, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wait, um, was that the one with the horse? I I forget what episode it was where the horse had this terrible fall. I think it was an episode with you, Chris. In the one where she shoots Pa, Laura shoots Pa, that horse, like, falls down and rolls down an entire mountain. (laughs) (laughs) The one one with uh, the one with Cassandra, the the lost ones, the one where Cassandra's parents tumble down the hill. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That's a rough one. That's awful. (laughs) Those are some definitely, like, stunt horses. Right. Also in a part of Walnut Grove that we've never seen before. Bob wire fences in Walnut Grove. Well, not just that the trees and the way it there aren't hills or anything. It's kind of weird. Not very common for Walnut Grove. You know, even the music has the cue for the terrible thing. <laughs> right. well, at least they gave David Rose and those musicians a break. This is replay music from the Bunny episode, and it's like, why wow, everything else is so dark and morose and bases. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, they did have that horse run through some type oh of wire. I don't know what that was, but. I mean, I'm sure it was just some type of. I bet it's a rubber cord. Yeah, like something that's easily breaking. Away, but um, yeah, that horse took a serious fall. Don't get Doc Baker. Get Doc Baker. <laughs> That's what Harriet would say. That veterinarian. Doc Baker's out of ammo. But then they could blame Doc Baker, not Grandpa. True. Right. You're right. But then he'd be suffering. Suffering, not buddy. Not Somebody's got to pay for that fence. <laughs> that belongs to somebody. Right. <laughs> so he basically says, run home, get your paw. You've just had a tumble. But <laughs> exactly. That might be broken. <laughs> right. You, you might be totally fine. You might not be. I don't know. <laughs> go run three miles. <laughs> right. I have to, I have to go look. I have to go look at dinner. <laughs> if you feel sleepy, <laughs> try not to fall asleep. <laughs> and bring Start me back. <laughs> and if your mom has any more leftovers for breakfast, just bring it on a on a roll. <laughs> bring me back a cold one. <laughs>
Oh jeez. All right. So, and, uh, and a few of those apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got them in your dress. All right. So uh, <laughs> they fell out. Same dress you wore. Yeah. The left one first. I think it was the same dress that she wore. Um. So yeah. I mean, it's very sad. It, it's just one of those type of things that. Um, it's weird. There's a lot of these moments where. You know, they were able to protect Carrie from learning that her food comes from this turkey and she's befriended. Now they are going to have to put down this horse that we we even have a history with, even yeah. as a viewer. And uh, I think that's, you know, also very sad from um, the, the viewpoint of um, of us. It's just yeah. ironically enough, we don't we have a turkey anymore. Ball. Play that gunshot at twenty forty six. Well, I will. Except I do want to play Grandpa uh, live. Well, I think what no, the you grandfather. Gotta, you gotta play the yeah. Play how half pint is like. I don't know, like guilt and Grandpa. Yeah, manipulative. So manipulative, and she is too old for this. She has to be like eleven years old. She's like, but you promised, Grandpa. And it's like some stuff just doesn't happen. Like, Pa says to go. This is what you need to do. Like, You're don't a country sass girl. Go. This is, should yeah. be like pretty common. I mean, yeah. Why are you doing this to me, Pa? She loves me. She expects me to make it right. But you can't. You don't know that. Oh, come on, Pa. We both know that. Now you got to tell her. You got her thinking you can do something. I can't put that poor animal out of its misery until you tell her there's nothing else we can do. Now imagine if this was the conversation they were having about Tom right before they're about to kill him. <laughs> right. Good point. I can't. You can and you will. We're not playing some kind of a game now, like bringing a turkey back to his folks. Oh. There's an animal lying there in pain on account of you want to convince a child you can do anything. Well, you can't. I am. Are you going to tell her? And, you know, and Laura's being, like, the good girl just looking away, like, I don't know. Like, the whole scene is so weird. You tell her, Carl. And as a kid, this affected me um, tremendously. I remember how sad this was. This was one of those things because um, probably everybody here has had a pet at some point or has pets. And when they get sick and you have to put them down, you get to this moment and you just feel bad. Like, you get that, like, kind of helpless feeling. Yeah. By the way, she asks the stupidest question, or she makes the stupidest comment I've ever heard in my whole life right here. It's going to be all right, isn't she, Grandpa? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I was doing over here? I was standing over three minutes. You have three minutes I just spent over here? Fine. No problem. We just gave her some of the powders from your future brother, Albert. That's Um, right. I'm going to build an altar for the horse like your pa's going to do in a future episode. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just saying. Just, oh, my God. I'm, uh... I'm afraid she... I'm afraid she's worse off than I figured. Just take her longer to mend. No, child. You've been drinking what Carrie's been drinking. What? Have you been drinking what Carrie's been drinking? Right. (laughs) Stupid. 
But you promised. You said you'd make her better. Well, I wanted her to be all right. I. I thought you go home now. You go home with your grandpa. No. I won't go with him. He lied. You promised me. You just lied. You know, Charles is in no mood. He has he had no breakfast. Right. Um, <laughs> he had to work on a Saturday. Yeah, he had to work Carol on a Saturday. Burn the eggs. Last thing he needs. Lost his turkey dinner. Is this pain in the butt horse bunny? It doesn't even do much. They don't use bunny for, you know, car- pulling the wagon. Right. I don't think. I, <laughs> and he's got horses for the wagon, so. Right. He's going to be saving like 17 cents a year getting rid of that horse. I, I know I couldn't leave work for this kind of thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> to put down a Hey, I have to leave early today. I, if, I'm just going to head out at 3.30. I got to put down a horse. Exactly. Here he comes. Now, this is still something, by the way, that um, if a horse breaks... I will, I will. <laughs> You're torturing Jeez, Chris. Now, what about horses? Um, anybody... Mess with um, the the world of the equestrian, I guess. Do I any of you? I used to be an equestrian rider. Um, what was that? Back so, in the day. Oh, I said okay. my daughter used to ride equestrian. Now, if a horse breaks his leg or her leg, they're still, they don't mend correctly, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think. No. Unlike Annie. Sometime Annie I is healing. Def- <laughs> 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 Annie is not a horse. My husband tried to shoot me, but you know. <laughs> You're on the mend. I'm on the mend. <laughs> My grandpa promised. What? My grandpa promised. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me talk to him. <laughs> Here it comes. Again, Pa, she's still kicking. That was a pretty (laughs) loud gun. Sounds like a bomb went off. (laughs) Yeah, it did. (laughs) Now I don't that was her heart exploding. I don't know for sure if what kind of gun Pa uses, but I do know a little bit about rifles. Um I couldn't find any information um about what kind of guns they used and rifles they used on Little House and Prairie for some reason. But the best I can tell that this could be um I don't know how common it would have been, but it would have been a German um, rifle, a Mauser Model 1871, which is, is sold between around this period of time. It was relatively cheap. But I, I'm just kind of, it's weird that um, you can't find any information on the rifles of Little House and the Prairie. Just not out there. Not yet, anyway. So, a Mauser Model 1871, maybe. You went deep on that. A little bit. I mean, I... Um, I saw when Charles grabbed it, it had kind of um, an interesting area where you would, um, you could either have it so you load it for each one, or you can actually get a kit and turn it into a bolt action. Wow. Hmm. Pretty interesting. So it's sad, yeah. So Bunny is dead, I guess. All you really can do is dig a hole. It's not like you can do much with a horse. Although people do eat horse. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was going to ask. I mean, know. did they do that back then? Or sure. I mean, that thing must have weighed. Sure, I did. How much does a horse weigh? Like eight hundred pounds? 
and and three hundred pounds of ribs. Charles and Grandpa come home, and there's no dead horse on that wagon. So. Yeah, the, yeah, the wagon's empty. I looked. What did they do with it? I didn't look. That, that's terrible. <laughs> they just left it on somebody's. No, they dug a. They on had somebody's to have, grounds. No, and they, they left it right by the destroyed. <laughs> they probably dug a things. hole, and then a wagon was going by in like and five years that just kind of went into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> they left. They left a note on the chain link fence. Oh sounds like at a car wreck. So sorry this happened. <laughs> and they sold the horse head to Hollywood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Funny. That's another story. And it when is. Grandpa, uh, when Grandpa comes home and finds the the flowers smashed, oh, that's messed up. You know, up. again, yeah. I couldn't believe did that Laura that do that? did that. Yeah, there, yeah, there's nobody else who would do it. You lied. You lied. <laughs> Maybe it was Willie. Yeah. So it's Sunday morning, and um, there's a basket full of stuff, and everybody's ready for church. You ready? Yeah. I just have to put on my bonnet. I'll get Grandpa. Thank you. How long does it take to put on a bonnet? So, will you take the picnic basket? Yes, ma'am. I made an extra pie just for Mr. Edwards. You can surprise him with it. Do I have to go, Ma? She's very cheery for... You know, I, I know she's just trying to, like, be happy and spirited, but, you know, her child just lost this horse that she's had for years, like 12 hours ago. Seems just kind of a bit much. I don't feel Your much like going. What? Mary, will you take care and wait in the wagon? Yes, Ma. Come on. What's up with Mary's hat, by the way? I hate that hat. Ooh, I hate that. What it doesn't... Was... What? What was up with, uh, like, how come Mary is not in this episode much? Is this when I she know. was being phased out? or not yet. Did Happy Birthday to Me come out? No, that was, like, not until, <laughs> like, that wasn't until, like, 1980, or at least. Or yeah. Something. That'd be no, another just... four years down the road. One of those Mary shy episodes. Uh, all right. Laura, I know how you're feeling, but when we have a really deep hurt, God is the one who can really help. He has the strength to help us. Give him a chance to help you. How sweet. Can I say Ma is rocking that dress and bonnet look? I mean, she looks great there. <laughs> um, you have to get your wife a, um, a dress and a bonnet for Christmas. Right? There's a there's a lot of God talk in this episode. I thought that that sort of stuff phased out. You know, I know they were they were heavy into the church stuff, but I didn't. I think it was off and on. I mean, especially this was their Thanksgiving two parter. This. Second part actually aired just a few days before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this was supposed to be like, you know, the family type of thing. Sorry, this is Charles and um, Edward talking about the, um, about Grandpa. Charles, you want a chaw? No, thanks. Now, what's chaw? Is that tobacco? Yeah, yeah. it's chewing tobacco. Yeah. 
but it's like a block. Right but it looks like a block of meat or something. That's just yes, it is. Block, block of tobacco. I always thought, you know, it would be chew or something, right? Or, or no, chaw. Chaw. I guess a man like Edwards uses chaw. Oh, it's a nasty habit. Gracie pestering me to quit. No, it makes more sense to me to smoke and though. I never could figure out why people do a thing like that. Roll leaves up and paper sticking in their face and set fire to it. What do you suppose possesses them to do a thing like that? And then More carry logic. More carry logic. Meanwhile, Nicotine. meanwhile, Michael Price smoked like four packs that morning. Right. <laughs> and Victor oh French too. Oh yeah, he was a heavy smoker too, right? Yes, he was. What a weird, maybe they were trying to quit this week. <laughs> or trying... Yeah, maybe. It's like they'll get into vaping or something. He's hurting now. She'll get over it. What you had to do, Charles. I know. You just love that horse so much. Now she's going to love it on the table. Delicious. <laughs> right. <laughs> With a mint With jelly. Um, Filet of pony. I, I've, Filet never, of pony. I've never eaten horse, but um, I would definitely try it, I guess. Ugh. Not that you know. Oh. They ate horse on all in the family. That's right. I remember that when the beef prices were too high. Uh, <laughs> Camp Town uh, racetrack five miles long. <laughs> well, horses horses scare me. I just I don't like um, any creatures that have eyeballs bigger than mine, and <laughs> and they're just so big and they're just they don't seem um, they're just creepy to me. So I don't feel comfortable around them. I would eat one. I would eat a, a horsey burger. Why not? <laughs> um. So what what's For next here? Should we play Edwards um, talking to Laura? Uh, we can, but he's basically <laughs> like, "You think you it. have it bad?" Yeah, exactly. Really? My daughter and wife died, so I got over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like... true. It's true. So quit manipulating your grandpa and go tell him you're sorry. Sometimes, and, and just and oh. just like that, Laura does it because we got to get this episode moving along. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and this is where, well, okay, now she's going to come home and find Grandpa swinging by one of the rafters. <laughs> well, right? Did everyone uh, think no, that? Yes, like every time someone was in front of the Saudi door, I was afraid that they were going to open it up and <laughs> well, that was Grandpa. It. Right, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, I kept getting that inkling feeling where it's like Texas, he's going to ruin Texas all those pairs. No, in in a, in a show of, of like, you know, story consistency, he would have used the rifle that was used on Bunny. So uh, just, uh, okay. Beautiful. Poetic. <laughs> you know, it would have been. It would have been actually pretty nice. Um, and then they would have put no. that music in. Ba, 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 da. Now, here's the thing. So <laughs> he... Say you started a fire yeah. in the sod house, Saudi house, and you have all those yams, right? Now, oh, delicious. It would be right because it would have that like burnt, a little bit of the burnt skin, a little char. Yeah. And you have to think to yourself, all right, you know, I shouldn't eat these, but they're so perfectly done. Right. So, waste not, what not. Waste yes, not, what not. Waste that. It wouldn't be very Christian to throw these out, would it? And a baked exactly. apple, a baked apple is delicious. So. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of things here. He'd actually be helping the family. 
y'all, that would be so bad. Yeah. Throw a sheet over Grandpa. Pull up a chair. Come on, y'all. Really? Poor Grandpa. I mean, we all, I think each one of us watched this and we, we felt terrible and sad. And we were like, oh, my God, how are we going to come up with one joke? And here we are laughing through the whole thing. Yeah. But I we're think. Doing, we're doing Chuckles the Clown, Mary Tyler Moore show on this. That's what it, we're doing. But it's very sad. I mean, I think we all feel for this. We're, it's all of our biggest fears to be. Put in a situation where we lose um, the person we love the most, and it's just um, to be alone. It's just not something that I really. Um, and another thing that I wanted, I wanted to say about Grandpa that I, you know, that affected me in a way was, you know, all throughout is Grandpa has this feeling of being a failure and having failed his family and not yeah. providing that. And I was like, I've been feeling that myself. Lately, honestly, I've been feeling that way, even though I'm demonstrably younger than him. But wait, do they know that I, you do a podcast? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I but, it's a, it's uh, a part of it's a it's a regular thing about growing up. I think I think it's just a part of getting older. I know. I just felt uh, I I just re- related to the things that Grandpa was was you know, thinking on all the mm-hmm. time where again, like not having, you know, just giving his wife a shack and half yeah. has to say, Oh, but I'm sure she was happy just being with you, you know, <laughs> bullshit, but <whatever. laughs> right. So, oh, so, you know, I know we're making fun of grandpa, but I, we're I, really I, not. I, yeah. I, I do, we're I do not. relate to some of what he was going through. See, I think it depends on where you are in your personal life because my brother lives with me and my brother has Peter Pan syndrome. He's very pie in the sky, whatever, and he's 60 years old. And it's just like I I look at I look at Pa as like having Peter Pan syndrome. He always had all these big dreams. None of them ever came to fruition. So I really my compassionate, loving side feels that sympathy for him. But my other side is like, dude. You had all these pie in the sky. You're married. You got to be responsible. You can't go off and have these flighty dreams of being a rock star or whatever. So it's 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 a mixed bag for me. Mm-hmm. I feel so much worse now. Thanks. You're just bringing me down. I, th- I thought you. Could... It's oh, my man. special gift, bringing the room oh, down. That's exactly me. I am. I am your brother. Oh Jesus! Oh, you wouldn't believe my brother. You know, we're we're woo-hoo, big Astros people here because our Astros won. But my brother has actually written a rap song for the Astros, and this precious man. Can we hear it right now? <laughs> no, I'm not going to put it up. <laughs> if, if you want it, if you want to hear it, go to YouTube and punch in Jockstrap Rap because that's what it's called. Oh, God. And uh, I'm serious. Right now, right now Mark. I am. I'm si- no, no, no. No, don't? I'm okay. talking about on the podcast. But I'm all just right, saying, right, so right. it's like, here's this 60-year-old guy with his orange Mitsubishi all jacked up with Astros stuff. Because my brother played baseball for 15 years, even tried out for the Astros in 79. So he's always been an Astros nut. But it's like, dude, you're 60. And you're writing an old-school rap song. It's just crazy. I don't say anything. I support him. I've Twittered for him. Yeah. I've he was on the news on channel two news. They did a big story about it, but it's just like, dude, yeah. take well, off the green tights, man. I, just, I'm sorry. I think if you really wore green tights, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
it would clash with the Astros uniforms. But anyway, right. so yeah, it's a mixed bag for me. I'm I will be to listening sleep. to this, um, the Jock Strap Rap uh, later. Okay. Um, <laughs> so here we are. We are going to get to the. Where are we? We are. Uh, there's no sign of Grandpa. He's vanished. Yes. He runs away. Surprise. This is before Amber Alerts. Train. Yeah. <laughs> silver alerts. Well, I think silver Amber alert. Alerts are for kids, right? Yeah, the silver yeah. for silver adults. Are, are they really called Silver Alerts? Yeah, yeah. for like yeah. old people. Are they really? Missing. Yeah. yeah, I haven't heard of that. What about an alert? Yeah. I don't know. How about oh, yeah. just an alert? Do we have to really categorize <laughs> everything? What if I don't identify as a grandpa? Well, then nobody. Well, I'm we're more of a, a turkey like Tom, you know, <laughs> a.k.a. the alert. star of the show. They should have called this episode Tom. That's who it's Tom's really about. Dilemma. Yeah. Tom's <laughs> Dilemma. Tom. <laughs> All right. Gary's Dilemma. Just got back myself. Well, it's no use looking in the dark. It's no use anyway. He could have gone in any direction. I'll start out again in the morning. I told you it's no use. If he wants it this way, we're just going to let him have it this way. They've been looking for 45 minutes. <laughs> Carolyn, I mean it. I mean it. It's his life. He does what he pleases with it. Now, remember when the kids were in the snow, like in the blizzard? It would be, yep. imagine he said the same thing. Now. He's like, just don't worry about them. <laughs> I'm at it with these kids. Is it in a few episodes from now? Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. Oh. I know Fred is next. That's all I know. Yeah. I'm tired. Hey, is okay, that funny? Pete. And that horse is Bunny. <laughs> he walks away with the horse. I wonder how the horses feel about, you know, there's no Bunny around. Oh. Yeah, they're probably in mourning. Actually, well, isn't no. Bunny their baby? Well, maybe they're more happy because it's like more food, you know. Maybe. Maybe Bunny was terrible. You ever think of that? I think Bunny was their baby, at least in the books. Oh, really? Well, yeah, in the books. Yeah. yeah. I think he's gone through a couple... Oh, Benny bogarted all the hay, all the oats and hay. <laughs> so, um, so Grandpa vanishes. Um, people are moderately sad, and then <laughs> <laughs> so Laura. Now Laura goes silent. It goes missing. So let's see yeah. how they react about Rockets this one. Awfully quickly. It's like we can't find Carrie either. But what about Laura? <laughs> Carrie's in the outhouse. Yeah. She's in the, the outhouse, right? All of them. I'm tired. She's getting like I'm tired of the old man. Just whatever. Harry's Bye. getting pecked to death by turkeys. Right. <laughs> I just I stopped by this morning, Chase. You changed your mind about looking for her. Thanks. I would like to stop over in Springfield. Make sure you didn't take that train. Let's go. Charles? Oh. Is Laura out there? No, I haven't seen her. Mary? Mary? Yes, Ma? What time did your sister get up this morning? I don't know, Ma. She was gone when I woke up. Did she say anything last night? No. She just cried a lot. She's farting her sleep a lot. (laughs) It was a horse meat. (laughs) Gone to see Ernest Borgnine again. Exactly again. (laughs) Too much garlic. Bring Bunny back. 
much garlic in the horse meat. I guess on account of Bunny. That horse, I wish I'd never set eyes on it. What? No, that's wow. a, what? Your mm, being very un-Charles Ingalls in this episode. Yeah. yeah, being very... He actually means great. Albert. He's being more <laughs> like... <laughs> Talked to her yesterday, she seemed to understand about the horse. How could she understand when her father kills the most precious thing in her life? We can't worry about Grandpa now. We'll find Laura. Start out by the lake. Mary, keep an eye on Terry. I'm going to check in town. I get it. Keep an eye on her. She's practically blind. That's messed up. Too dark. Too dark. What? Foreboding. Foreshadowing. That might be the last. I just want you to be aware. This might be the last time that they ask her to keep an eye on anything. Right. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. It's not funny, Chris. Mary, it's Mary's blindness. Like, yeah. Mary's like, yeah, I'll keep an eye on her. I'm going to Billy's house. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's this new kid in town named Seth. <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're at the, the number one reason why this um, budget went over. <laughs> we're at a train. <laughs> Did Charles Ingalls, I mean, Charles, did Michael Landon or these people have a fascination with trains or something like that? Because, you know, to to go this far into it, to go, you know what, we need the entire train there. You know, we need we need <laughs> well, to go I mean, to the, the train and everything they're has to be studio. so accurate. Yeah, they're at the studio, though. So, yeah, but it's this is a real train. It's a real train, yeah. though. It's like this yeah. is um, genuine. Now, like Jesse James is trying to get on the um, train. Now, what you'd also notice, he throws his bag onto the thing. He's going to jump in there like he's a hobo. And when he falls out, he doesn't have the bag. So now he lost that, too. (laughs) And that's like every belonging. That's like his wife's photo, probably. Um, Oh my god, this guy's a mess. They, I bet you they didn't even have Lost and Founds back then. You think? No, I'm sure not. No. There's like mine now. <laughs> you know, and getting on a train. Getting on a train, it looks difficult in the movies, and I bet you it is even more difficult in real life. I bet it is. You don't have any upper body strength. Yeah. Right. I have, I have none. You're a frail old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a frail But he gets the door open. <clears throat> That's complicated. So, yeah, I mean, this is a pr- more of a visual uh, thing. So, yeah, he, get, he tries to get on and pulls away. He's, he's up to about 10 miles per hour and then kind of falls down. Lucky he didn't break a hip or something. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Old folks start to break hips, man. That's it. They start going fast. Yeah. He he doesn't have money to buy a ticket? Like, I don't get this. No, he burned his house down, man. He couldn't even sell his house. Yeah. Yeah. Squat. Too old to do crops, so. Well, you you know, you hit up Charles' friends. You go up to Edwards, you go, you got $2, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> go take a loan out from Mrs. Olsen. I need it. I need yeah, a dollar. Take, exactly. Go to the mercantile. Go, you know, what can you give me for go this? Go to her house. All the money's in her dresser drawer, remember? 
No, but we'll maybe maybe you could sell something. Full of Christmas money, <laughs> savings and loan, or now, bad investment money. Break what, Carrie's piggy bank. So who stole the money? Was it Laura or him? They have four bucks saved. It was Laura. It was Laura. Christmas yeah. money. Yeah. They only get a penny. It's about a hundred bucks. Right. You know that's. You lied to me. I'm going to steal money from my mom and dad, but you <laughs> lied to me. Yeah. No, yeah. stole it from, take from Nelly's Christmas music money. box. But. Yeah. And it's another thing. This is, um, around what month do you think this is? November. Well, November, it's right around Thanksgiving. Oh, right, because it's right yeah. before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's supposed to be not a drop of snow. It looks like, you know, right? Sea Valley in the middle of it July. Like but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does look like exactly. the spring. Yep. But I bet you they would probably in September get the turkey, right, to fatten it up. Right? Yeah, do we need time? Yeah, I don't know. Thanksgiving was only two weeks away. Yeah, it was close. Oh, yeah, all right. Even though it looks like it's really hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? The sun is burning down. Um. So, let's see. What What would be next, Chris? Um. I would say let's do the Laura discovers Grandpa. Finds it. Yeah, just because that's where Grandpa's moaning about his life. <laughs> <laughs> And, and there's a very creepy stranger danger scene coming up. Right? Which, I was like, when he says, step in the back here. I was yeah. Like, Where is this going? It's like, you're going to fall for this again, Laura. Oh, wait. He told her that right off when she said, I'm looking for my grandpa. Huh. Oh, wait. Hey, there's a man back here. It's like, she wouldn't survive 10 minutes in 2019, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this guy probably has like a blackjack in his pocket. Clock. <laughs> Come in the back of my car. I'll take you to your grandpa. <laughs> you woke me up, kid. <laughs> yes, sir. It's a union job. <laughs> I'm looking for my grandfather. He might have taken a train to Wisconsin. So you're all alone, little girl? <laughs> Jeez. <Right. laughs> Those apples in your dress? I like your braids. I like your braids. I want to see what they taste like. He had one pull out this afternoon. You think you might remember him? We had a lot of folks get on that train, little lady. Well, he's kind of old, and he has a mustache. He's probably wearing a blue coat. You hold on a minute. You come around back here. Run. go down to the cellar and get me some apples yeah is that what she was apples. going for the cell to the cellar for in my ellen yes apples i'm kind of hungry i haven't been eating proper <laughs> keep going some apples in the corner jeez and him yes sir found him lying by the tracks you best tell him not to try and hop on a freight train at his age. Is he all right? Yeah, yeah. He's just bushed. I brought him in here, and he's been sleeping ever since. Doc Baker would have killed him. <laughs> right. You'd already been dead if Doc Baker had found him. Here, just take this morphine and... Right. Um, all right. So, yeah, he's okay. He lucked out. He didn't hurt himself. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it comes to a kind of a quick ending here i mean there's still a lot left to the show but not much happens 
A lot yeah. of dialogue that's repeating itself over and over again. Laura, right, though, Laura does yeah. the reverse psychology that uh, Grandpa used on Albert Charles in the first episode, where she's going to run away, but he's like, yeah. oh, girly, I can't do that. So I'm going to try to play that <laughs> clip right now. I have money. All right, oops. Yes, young lady. Where's your next train to? Boston. Ooh, Boston says. Like a ticket, please. Thought your grandpa was going to Wisconsin. Mind your business. No. <laughs> I'm going to Boston. I have money. That I stole. Well, now, let me just check what time that train's due in. What are you doing? Going to Boston. You are not. Is that one of you? No, that's on the show. It's like he's doing Morse yeah, he's code, I guess. Out. Yeah, yeah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. bleep. <laughs> it's going to run away from home anyways. The only reason I was staying was because of you and Bunny. That's irritating. Now you're both gone. Be on my way. He's doing the same. He's not doing Morse code. That's fake Morse code. Like, it is. Like pig fake, Latin. Fake, fake, fake. You're not talking sense. Neither do you. Lordy. And I'm supposed to understand. Now you listen to me. No, I won't. That's the trouble. I have to listen to everybody. Go to school when I don't want to. Tours all the time. Mary always bossing me around. Carrie just bossing. doing what she pleases. Yep. Well, no more. I gotta go to Vegas. And Gracie, I mean, she's not even in this episode. Is she born yet? No, no, no. All right, I'm, I'm forgetting the timeline. Or your family loves you. Don't matter. I'm gonna be like you. People love you, but you don't care. Just too busy thinking about your own self. Well, why can't I? Think I'm like Grandma, but I'm not. I'm like you. I love you. So the waterworks worked. He yes. stays for the moment. Everybody cries in this episode. Yeah, except for yeah. Um, except Mary, except Carrie, right? Except I don't think Carrie. Melissa Gilbert well, was no. really good at crying, though. They really yeah. had to ease Melissa yep. on her. She could she could bring it up. Well, nobody she was touched, really good. Nobody touches Michael Landon. There ain't Carrie. nothing worse than a close-up of Carrie's face with all that glycerin on it. It's just like, oh, man. You can see the little edges of it crinkling up like dried <laughs> blue on her face. It's really bad. Carrie almost cried in her own way when they brought Tom back. Well. <laughs> in her go. own way. In her own special way. Special I way, you special case. Do you want to play that. the final voiceover farewell? Yes. And that'll bring this one closed. 
Um, yeah. That final shot is beautiful, though. The of the flowers? Really, yeah, of the, of the grandpa walking through the big field. That final choreography is really pretty. Grandpa stayed with us through the long winter. He laughed and sang and told stories about when Pa was little. I hoped he would stay with us forever. But when spring came, Grandpa said he had to journey home. No one wanted him to go, especially me, because I loved him so. It's looking all over for you, child. Pa and me are just about ready to start. I want you to go, Grandpa. I, I have to go. Your grandma's waiting. I don't know how long it'll be before I see her, but I gotta be close to her. I gotta be next to her when I make my journey. I'm sure your son and daughter will be very happy to see him. He's gonna be right next to her. He doesn't have a house. He doesn't have a house to live in anymore. He's gonna pop a tent next to her grave. He's gonna be right next to her. Oh my god! Yeah, he's basically going. To. What's he, he going back to? He's gonna go back to. He won't even tell them he came back. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna so, live off the land. All this city. I have all this horse meat. <laughs> It's like horse jerky. <laughs> yeah. Right? I see her. The first thing I'm going to do is tell her about you. I'll tell her everything. That's creepy. So it'll be just like she was here with us. It's kind of like I kept my promise after all. Huh? Now give me a smile. Really? I want to be looking at that smile when I go. Creepy smile. That's it. sweet they have to get us with those last notes of music the little piano twinkling yeah 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 well um everyone thank you very much this has been a very challenging episode (laughs) trying to get how we made it through yeah Uh Um, right up there with sylvia man just like ah sylvia is just um i don't know why everybody has such a kind of a hard on to do that episode (laughs) <laughs> they just—I don't get it. Like, hi, you, you want to talk about rape? We'll talk about rape, I guess. I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like there are other things to talk about. No, it's just such a—it's just such a—it's just such a horrible episode, just like this one. It's like there's not a whole lot that's you know. It's just. But you sad. know, it's weird. I'm sure all the people here have had this, where it's like they—that's the first episode people go to when they want to talk about this stuff. It's yeah. like you know, there's like 200 something other episodes. <laughs> 
where they don't well, I think people. it's because of the time that they did it. If you stop and think about how risky that was back yeah. then, this is a kid show. And we, I mean, you know, Michael Landon did that a lot, the drug addiction, the, mm-hmm. and he did that because of Cheryl and her problem with addiction. I mean, he pulled in so much personal family stuff, but for a kid show, I mean, we've talked I about I can't before. say this how is a kid show though. This, I mean, no, no show that's prime. Show. Yeah. It's a family show, but not a kid show. Well, yeah. You know, it, it's, yeah. you know, this is really, um, I would say that the target audience of this are not, weren't children. I mean, I can't imagine that the, their demographic would have been just children. It, yeah. It's not exclusively yeah. children. No, not exclusively. And but like we watching, talked about before, it, op- it opens up dialogue, yep. you know, and, instead of people being afraid to talk about these things, it opened up dialogue yeah i mean so. there's always that special episode and i'm um, definitely you know they knocked it out of the park with that particular episode i mean the um different strokes of that episode with the guy <laughs> yeah. with the bike shop you know with dudley. <laughs> yeah dudley like all of a sudden our shirts are off you know and, and we're hanging out with the guy from the bike shop right yeah mr. So, what was his name what i don't what know the name of wkrp mr hassler i don't know gordon jump gordon jump <laughs> Is that it Gordon Jump? Yeah, it is. That that was a good character actor. But um, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening and sticking in and doing this two plus hour episode. Mark, Mark, Mark you didn't hit You're record. Welcome. We have to do this all over again. Uh, no. Oh crap! I'm an it's old all right. Woman, nighty night. I'm going to base it. I'll just do everybody's part. <laughs> I'll do what Michael Landon should have done in an episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting Walnut Grovecast by heading over to patreon.com slash Grovecast. Any support is appreciated. Thank you.